KTSA Newsflash. President Biden is pledging to get the humanitarian crisis unfolding at the U.S.-Mexico border under control. The president did not offer specifics, but his comments come as footage shows migrants being rounded up on horseback. Correspondent Natalie Brand says the Homeland Security Secretary was grilled on the circumstances leading up to the crisis just hours after getting a first-hand look at conditions on the ground in Del Rio. DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas faced tough questions from a Senate committee. You don't think you've played any role in your policies have played any role in fostering and fomenting this crisis. Senator, what we are learning from our interviews with individuals is they are receiving false information and misinformation from the smuggling organizations. Many of the migrants came to the border after first leaving Haiti for parts of South or Central America. The Biden administration using a pandemic era health rule is expelling most of them, ramping up deportation flights in what could be one of the largest mass expulsion of migrants from the U.S. in decades. Bear County Sheriff Javier Salazar said he wanted to take a trip to Del Rio after hearing that border checkpoints were unmanned as more than 10,000 migrants congregated in Del Rio. Border issues are Bear County issues. Salazar flew to the border town Monday to get a first-hand look at the situation. His biggest concern was that law enforcement is not dispersed along the border, leaving other checkpoints open to smugglers. We're a hub city. If you're bringing up loads of uh, trafficking victims or loads of dope or whatever it may be that you're bringing into this country, San Antonio is a big staging point. Salazar said he saw several government planes loaded up with migrants leaving the country. Texas Governor Greg Abbott is praising state troopers for erecting a temporary barrier to keep people from crossing the Mexican border. The Texas Department of Public Safety put up all of these DPS vehicles and suddenly in an instant people stopped crossing the border in this location. The governor told reporters today the steel barrier near Del Rio essentially seals the border and keeps the state safe. DPS says over a million people have been arrested at the border this year. The Border Patrol Union has blamed the Biden administration's catch-and-release program for encouraging more people to head for the U.S.-Mexico border. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton is suing the Biden administration over its guidance for employers concerning their workers' gender identities. The June 15th guidance from the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission requires employers to allow exceptions on the usage of bathrooms, showers, locker rooms, dress codes, and personal pronouns based on the gender their employees claim to be. Paxton's lawsuit claims the EEOC guidance amounts to a federal power grab and unlawfully increases the scope of liability for all employers, including the state of Texas. Texas Republicans are once again pushing to ban biological boys from competing in girls' sports. That's not sitting well with LGBT advocates. These debates that are so harmful in our community have perpetuated this divisiveness and fortified this culture of discrimination. Ricardo Martinez with Equality Texas says the bill was tried and failed in previous sessions, and it has led to more bullying. The question remains whether Democrats will openly defy and block the passage of the bill. The Texas doctor accused of violating the state's new pro-life law now faces a second lawsuit. Dr. Alan Braid openly flouted the six-week ban, then wrote about his decision in the Washington Post. The new law allows anybody, not just Texans, to sue a doctor who performs an abortion. Felipe Gomez, a disbarred attorney from Illinois, filed the first suit in San Antonio yesterday. Oscar Stilley, a former lawyer from Arkansas, also filed suit in Bear County Monday. Stilley says Dr. Braid is a man of principle, and he filed the suit in order to to help the doctor create a test case. Two men are under arrest after a bomb threat Monday outside Joint Base San Antonio-Lackland. At about 11.30 a.m., the two reportedly claimed to have an explosive
explosive device in their car at the Luke East Gate. The bomb squad investigated and found the claim to be false. Bear County deputies arrested the two men, but base officials haven't specified what charges they may face. Their names and ages haven't been released. One of them reportedly had an active drug warrant. A man in his 30s has died in a shooting at a southwest side apartment complex. Police responded to the Granada Apartments on Somerset Road at around 11.30 p.m. Monday. The victim had been in an altercation with another man in the parking lot. Then the shooter pulled his weapon and shot the victim who died at the scene. Police were told the shooter was in his 20s and has tattoos on his face. He drove away in a four-door Lincoln. The victim's name hasn't been released and police are still searching for the shooter. Houston police are trying to figure out if there may be more victims following the arrest of a serial sex assault suspect. Officers say Morris Holton III, a.k.a. Carlos, attacked at least three people after posing as a customer of online businesses. The 36-year-old is also accused of telling victims he needed to meet them in person before tying them up, robbing them, and sexually assaulting them. Police are hoping that any other potential victims will reach out to investigators. San Antonio police are looking for the man who robbed a convenience store on Wurzbach Road. The man walked into the right food mart just before 10 p.m. Monday went up to the clerk and pulled out a gun. He pointed the weapon at the employee and demanded money. He got some cash then tucked the gun back in his waistband and fled. The man police are looking for is described as a black man in his 20s or 30s. An eight-unit apartment building on San Antonio's northwest side has been destroyed by a fire. Crews were called out just after 6 a.m. Monday to the Springwood Apartments on Gardenia Street. They arrived to find heavy smoke and flames pouring from the two-story building. Crews weren't able to save the structure but they did keep the flames from spreading to other nearby buildings. All of the residents were able to escape the building. One person was treated at the scene for smoke inhalation, and a pregnant woman was sent to the hospital for a checkup. Investigators are still searching for a cause. A political action campaign says its TV ad criticizing Governor Greg Abbott's pandemic response was pulled before its scheduled airtime. The Lincoln Project says the ad was supposed to air during the broadcast of Saturday's game between the University of Texas and Rice University. The organization says the spot cost them $25,000 and was cleared by ESPN's legal department. The PAC is raising the question of whether Abbott or his allies used political influence to quash the ad. The Lincoln Project is a left-wing anti-Trump group. There are concerns about a security breach at a Boeing factory in Texas where the new Air Force One planes are under development. Correspondent Sarah Bartlett has the details. Two empty bottles of tequila were found inside one of the heavily modified 747s. Security clearances are required for employees in San Antonio who work on the aircraft. The company is calling this a personnel matter and did not say where on the plane the bottles were found. Metro Health officials are reporting 304,934 cases of coronavirus in Bear County. The total includes 138 cases that were reported Monday. Officials reported no new deaths, so the county's death toll is still 4,171. The number of patients hospitalized is now 883. Nearly 287,000 patients have recovered. San Antonio ISD is tapping a former Harlandale and Victoria ISD superintendent as their interim leader. Trustees voted in favor of Dr. Robert Jacklish's appointment last night. Board President Christina Martinez says Jacklish has great experience and wisdom and will keep SAISD on the right track until a new leader is picked. He's replacing Pedro Martinez, who is taking over Chicago Public Schools. Early voting is underway in a special election to fill the seat vacated by former state rep Leo Pacheco. The San Antonio Democrat had represented House District 118 since 2018. He resigned last month to take a job at San Antonio College. 
The Bear County Democratic Party censured him for being one of only seven Democrats who voted in favor of the constitutional carry bill. Pacheco also didn't join the Democrats who fled the state to obstruct the vote on the election integrity bill. The special election date is a week from today. KTSA Money News. Wall Street was unable to sustain a couple of rally attempts today, with the Dow and S&P turning negative late in the session, with plenty of concern regarding Chinese property developer Evergrande Group, which is nearing default on $300 billion in loans. The Dow dropped 50 points to 33,919. The Nasdaq gained 32 points to 14,746. And the S&P lost three points to 43.54. Oil rose 35 cents to $70.49 a barrel. Jason Brooks, CBS News. KTSA AccuWeather. A few clouds in the sky for tonight. Cooler and less humid with a low 66. Partial sunshine for tomorrow. Quite breezy during the morning with a high 86. And sunny on Thursday with a high 88. I'm Gregory Patrick with your KTSA Stevens Roofing AccuWeather forecast. And I'm Katie Barber. Good news around the clock at News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And news anytime online at KTSA.com.